LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 53. On these episodes, you'll be sitting shotgun in my adventures of exploring restaurants the past few weeks. And at this point, past few months. <laughs> I'm definitely not a certified food critic, but I do enjoy exploring new restaurants. And some would say that I have a quote-unquote certain set of skills. No clue what those are, but all I know is I'm definitely not a quote-unquote Yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. I do enjoy trying new restaurants here in Chicago, so sit back, relax, and enjoy my adventures and over the last few months exploring new restaurants here in town. Our first stop is Tandoor Char House. Influenced by their rich cultural heritage and driven by their collective passion for the culinary arts, brothers Fahim and Faraz Sardia present you Tandoor Char House. This restaurant embodies the depths of their love and respect for families and represents their unique approach to fine dining. As all great storytellers will tell you, the best place to start is the beginning. Fahim and Faraz's Indian father and Pakistani mother were famous amongst their friends for their delicious dinners and generous natures. Only their mother was able to meet and exceed their father's high culinary standards through the use of the best ingredients and the implementation of the most ancient of techniques. Amazed and inspired by the deliciously scrumptious stews simming in their mother Kari and their father's rare and delectable deep marination of halal meats charred to perfection according to tradition, Fahim and Faraz breathe life into Tandra Char House. Curious and mesmerized by the style and precision of their parents' cooking, the Sanderia brothers devoted many years in the kitchen, perfecting the collection of recipes and developing new ones of their very own. This place is amazing. I've actually known uh, Faraz and Fahim for six or seven years now. Uh, they actually had a different uh, kind of bar called Four Star Lounge, which was uh, a sister restaurant to uh, Tendor Char House. And I just never made the effort to actually go in there. Finally did. <laughs> it's been a couple of years, but uh, absolutely impressed. We did uh, family style, ended up getting the beef samosa, which is delightfully seasoned minced ground beef, potatoes and scallions encased in a crispy golden brown pastry. Also with the tandoori chicken empanadas, shredded tandoori chicken, tequila masala sauce, and two pieces of them. So actually add a couple extras on there because there are four of us. The tandoori lamb boti kebab, tender boneless cuts of lamb, slow roasted in the tandoor. Chicken tikka masala, boneless white meat baked in tandoor enveloped in our homemade buttery cream sauce. It's their take on a classic butter chicken. And then because you have so many good sauces, had to order the sorted naan basket, which is a selection of homemade naans, including plain naan, garlic naan, and paneer cheese naan. Absolutely fantastic. The fusion between Pakistani and Indian food is absolutely incredible. 
Can't believe it took me six years to actually go check out my buddy's place. I know him quite well and definitely glad I went. Definitely be ordering takeout for them for lunches all the time. Our next stop is another awesome little spot called Chez Joel. Chez Joel is a family-operated restaurant by brothers Joel and Ahmed Kazouini. At Chez Joel, diners can enjoy and taste of France in a quant bistro setting. Chef owner Joel Kazouini namesakes restaurants service such as Gaelic specialties as steak frites and coq au vin. Other highlights include classic bistro dishes, garlic escargot, tangy tender mussel marinade, and sensational daily specials. Tourneau de Bois satisfies with buttery fillets surrounded by vegetables and restaurant Bordeaux reduction lamb shake. Creative salads are impeccably fresh and perfectly dressed. The steak frites are among the best in town. I went there. I was so excited. I you know studied abroad in France back when I was in high school, in college. Excuse me. It was a ton of fun. Haven't been having a lot of French food, even though I live about 17 feet from a French restaurant here in Bucktown. But definitely want to check out Chez Joel, and I was definitely very impressed. Uh, Start out with the Assiette de Fromage, so an assortment of imported cheeses served with fruit, nuts, and toast points. The Pulp d'Espagne Grillé, which was Spanish octopus grilled Japanese eggplant. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, roasted pearl onions, tomato confit, sun-dried tomato, and basil lemon vinaigrette to kind of round that out. And then, of course, in your French restaurant, I had to go with the Poisson Plat du Jour, which happened to be striped bass filet grilled with julienne vegetables, asparagus, potato tournée, and mustard sauce. And because, you know... I definitely want to try out a little bit of everything. Also ordered the ravioli au courage, which was the buttermilk squash ravioli, served with garlic cream, grilled butternut squash, pecan, and truffle oil. And of course, to all, wash it all down, grab some white pinot gris from Alsace. Absolutely incredible. One of the uh, many French restaurants I've been trying here in the past, definitely going back to exploring some foods I missed out on, the Chez Joel. Our next stop is Mortar and Pestle. The first restaurant from Chef Stephen Ross, Mortar and Pestle brings an eclectic variety of globally inspired cuisines that is rooted in tradition. While doing an externship at North Pond Restaurant under Bruce Sherman, his brother and him lived off of Barry. Always having a fondness for the neighborhood, it seemed appropriate and serendipitous that they were at one time. They would be chef coats by dry cleaning this building would eventually be transformed where they could wear and hang chef coats permanently. In short, mortar and pestle is about getting back to the basics, making everything by hand with high quality ingredients. Even the stylish and sleek yet rustic interior is built by the name same chef cooking your food, Stephen Ross. <laughs> this was insane. This is a brunch spot um, of, of Halstead and Barry. Sorry, Barry and um, Broadway. Absolutely incredible. Really enjoyed it. Uh, there was a few of us, and we ordered quite a few things. Our server didn't like us. We kept ordering more and more things, but then they failed to realize that you tip on how much you order, so I don't know why they are so mad about it. But super cool spot. Uh, started out with the Alaskan King Crab Benedict, 
poached eggs, sriracha hollandaise, watercrush, and English muffin. The silver dollars, which were vanilla bean pancakes. Balsamic pickled blueberries halva with local honey. Foie gras egg, soft scrambled egg, truffle, caramelized onions, creme fraiche, and chive toast. The decadent grilled cheese. Taligio, comte, aged cheddar, avocado, tomato, and bacon. Roasted cauliflower. Didn't touch that, though. <laughs> shrimp du jong egg grits. Shrimp, garlic, butter white wine sauce, cheesy grits, and chives. And to top it all off, we ended up getting a funnel cake. Too many sweets for me on the funnel cake, but everything else was absolutely incredible. I'm sure it was the biggest order they've ever put together for three people, but it was, it was good. Very tasty. Got a few bites of everything. Definitely would recommend it. There's always a wait there, but it's, I think it's totally worth it. Definitely worth checking out Mortar and Pestle in Boystown. Our next street is Matt Street. Matt Street serves as a menu inspired by the post-service cravings of a hungry Ruxpin team. Partners chef Edward Kim, Jennifer Kim, Vicky Kim, and Nate Chung are proud to share feel-good comfort spanning Matakado kimchi udon to stuffed cabbage. Matsuri is family-style dining and eclectic cuisine paired with a pointed beverage selection. I have reviewed Matsuri's burger before, which is in uh, Logan Square. This one is actually in uh, West Town, I believe, or Wicker Park. I've heard it 16,000 times, never went inside. I'm like, hey, I heard they have the burger there. So I stopped in, waited an, like an hour to get seated, got seated, said, hey, can I have the burger? Like, no, you have to take that at the bar. <laughs> Wish I would have uh, explained my motivation when I walked in, but it's totally worth it. It is a burger on quite a few people's lists as one of the better ones in town. Definitely not the best, but definitely up there, worth exploring. Um, it was a half-pound burger, double chuck patty, Sweet potato shoestrings, hoisin aioli, pickled jalapenos, dill pickles, miso butter onions, and American cheese. Oh, hardest part for me, not being able to use ketchup with it. <laughs> uh, but I had also had the shot shiru pork belly, which is braised and sautéed in Chinese-style barbecue, sweet soy, five-spice, and kale, and their classic stuffed cabbage pan-seared Napa kimchi, pork shoulder, sticky rice, kimchi broth. Very interesting stuff. Usually not a huge fan of cabbage, but gave it a try. And since we're at the bar, I figured I'd get like a pretty cool cocktail. So we went with the Malabar Mule, which is Malabar tea-infused vodka, ginger, lime, a little bit of bubbly. Super worth it. Definitely worth one hour wait, even though I didn't have to wait that long. Kind of a really good burger at the bar. I'm a burger guy, so you know I really enjoyed that for sure. Our next stop is Hide and Seek. Nestled in the heart of Randolph Row, Hide and Seek brings comfortable elegance and playful design to West Loop. Their creative American shared plates menu incorporates touches from Spain, France, and Italy. The beverage program follows suit and features fresh takes on classic cocktails and hand-selected wines. Exposed white brick serves as a backdrop for rustic chandeliers, playful patterns, and a stunning black Calcutta marble bar. High ceilings lend themselves to walls being filled with oversized artwork and floor-to-ceiling windows that open up to Randolph Street. Follow the stairway up and discover the second floor. While holding the same charm as the first floor, the second floor contrasts by dark woods, a fluted white marble bar, and backlit banquet seating. Place is super fun. Uh... Very talkative staff, and they made you feel right at home. 
So it was totally worth it. A very nice little twist for a place on Randolph Street in West Loop. Uh, they actually start you off with an amuse-bouche, a free cocktail, just to like, clear your palate. You know, it's just a little like one ounce drink, but it's still super fun. Uh, I actually went with the roasted halibut, which had corn puree, succotash, uh, caper herb butter, and it also had the spinach and ricotta gnudi. So that's nuja butter, basil, and pecorino. Nothing too crazy here, just a really good, awesome Wednesday night out in West Loop having great food, awesome atmosphere. And I even went back the other day for some cocktails upstairs with some friends to celebrate her birthday. So it was totally worth it. Definitely a spot I've been to more than once and before the review came out. Our last stop is actually Jack's in Wicker Park. Jack's Wicker Park is the creation of David and Michelle Nelson, along with their teenage son, Jack. Shocker. (laughs) The Bistro's inspiration comes from their lifelong love of the casual neighborhood restaurants of France that offer exceptional food and hospitality in a casually elegant and welcoming atmosphere. Expect to enjoy food that is prepared with fine ingredients and a passion for timeless and classic bistro cuisine. Equally important, expect warm hospitality from a team of associates committed to making sure your visit is memorably pleasing. Whether you're enjoying a craft cocktail, a charcuterie at the bar, or having feasts with food and wine on their bright and breezy four-season patio, they hope you'll enjoy what will bring them to your table. And I have to say, that description is spot on. They were incredibly nice, incredibly appreciative. They made me wait five minutes for my reservation, which is like nothing. Apologize profusely. The retractable roof patio was awesome. They had a super famous pianist playing while you're having dinner. They refuse to sit anyone at the table next to you. So you have this French ambiance, you have space, you have all these things. It's absolutely amazing. Went with the charcuterie board. It's like a generous platter of Duroc ham, old world sausages, prosciutto, and cheeses with pickled accoutrements. And then went with the melonese with veal. Veal cutlet in panko breadcrumbs, crowned with arugula salad, served over mushroom risotto. And because I love a certain kind of dessert, the butterscotch creme brulee. This place is awesome. You know, started off with a French place, ended with a French place, went on some adventures along the way. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with my food adventures here in Chicago as of late. This episode is sponsored by Why Not Petites. Exclusion is so last season. Why Not Petite is a group of petite models breaking barriers and societal norms in the fashion industry. Their mission is to give petite models of all shapes, sizes, and colors the opportunity to display their talents. They are petite models breaking barriers of style norms in the fashion industry. Through their combined knowledge and experience of the modeling industry, they help guide experienced and beginning petite models towards a confident start in their career. Their work includes opportunities for guest models to participate in professional photo shoots, networking connections with others in the industry, and access to top fashion photographers in the Chicagoland area. They hope to be a home base for models who are driving positive change for petites in the industry. I was actually ecstatic to partner with them for my fashion show in July of 2022. Multiple models from the Why Not Petite community walked in our runway show and left the audience in awe with their incredible grace and energy. Definitely check them out at whynotpetites.com or hop on over to their Instagram and search up Why Not Petites. Tell them the 6'5 Lanky Podcast Dude sent you. Wink.
If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.